You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Barnes is two-thirds of the way there to try to secure this victory for the Red Sox, but he's got to deal with Vladdy. Breaking ball hit high and deep to left field. Tie game! The best hitter on the planet right now has done it again, and it's a brand new ball game at Fenway. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, and of course the Odyssey app. Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman tweets out 15 minutes ago, the MLB memo is expected out momentarily to lay out the crackdown on sticky stuff. Well, let's get the details from John Heyman. He joins us on the show. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. John is on Twitter at John Heyman. Uh, John, appreciate your time. How did we get here on June 15th? That We heard about this over the last month, but uh, now the memo is officially sent out. MLB is cracking down on uh, some, some pitchers that are cheating. Yeah, well, they want a level playing field. That's the question here that they need answered. Is it a level playing field? MLB is very concerned about that. Uh, Some pitchers getting a bigger advantage through extra or good sticky stuff. And then the pitchers generally getting advantages over hitters. And I think that's really what's been alarming for baseball is the fact that the league is hitting less than 240. There isn't the action that MLB wants to see. Fewer singles, doubles, triples. I mean, they're still hitting some home runs, but too many strikeouts, and uh, the pitchers have just uh, become too good at applying that sticky stuff, and uh, MLB feels it needs to do something to get that action back in the game. Do you think it's something that needs to be addressed now, or would it be just as good, if not better, to wait until the offseason so people have and teams have time to adjust to it? Well, there's a little bit of time to adjust. Uh, became clear about two weeks ago that the MLB was going to do the crackdown. The MMO is coming out today momentarily, as I said, doesn't begin till next week. So there is a little bit of preparation time. I'm always in favor of going for the level playing field as soon as you can get it. You know, I don't see a need to wait till the end of the year. This rule has been on the books forever. It's finally going to be enforced. Uh, So I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, John, if the spin rates, the strikeout rates continue to decrease, do you think this is something Major League Baseball will continue to enforce even past the All-Star break? 
Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to keep an eye on it. It's possible they'll disengage, that they'll stop the enforcement. I mean, now I, we're going to, I have to assume that it's, the thought is they're going to do it indefinitely. But, um, you know, if they see that it's worked and they haven't caught anybody for months, you know, maybe they'll, you know, pull back some, I guess. that So that, that does make some sense. But, uh, you know, I think they're expecting uh, this to work, meaning not necessarily that we're going to get the 10-game bans, but we're going to see pitchers not do it. And we're going to see more balls in play. We're going to see higher batting averages. We're going to see more exciting games. And, you know, that's the goal. We'll see uh, if it happens starting next week. Could we get to a point, John, where maybe MLB – um, creates on their own or sanctions a product that does have some sticky properties to it that pitchers can use, but it's not going to to give them the advantage they've been having. Yeah, MLB's been trying to find something to do that or just to have develop a ball that's a little got a little more tackiness to it. Uh, the thing is that uh, some pitchers like this ball, and then there are protests about the fact that it's being changed some, you know, you're, you're always going to have somebody who's not going to be thrilled and, um, you know, to make it a, a big change like that, um, you know, they, they don't want to upset a, a large number of the players. So uh, it's, it's been a, a quandary for a long time, but uh, would be better if there was a ball that had that tackiness to it, or if there was, um, something that could be applied uniformly. That's not going to be easy. Um, we're going to see some complaints. I think we've already saw one or two pitchers last night talking about the slickness of the ball and concern about control. So, I mean, there, there are definitely issues with this. You know, if you, if you don't have the tackiness of the ball, maybe the pitchers won't be able to control it as well. And maybe there will be more hit by pitches. Um, to this point this year, though, the hit by pitches are up at almost historic levels. I think it's the most uh, by percentage in a hundred years. So um, even with the sticky stuff, uh, the pitchers aren't necessarily controlling it uh, that well. <laughs> so, um, but I think I think they want more action and they want a level playing field. Um, the goals are good. We'll see if it plays out that way, though. With the Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, this is Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji on BetQL Daily. Uh, John, there was a change in the odds for the National League MVP race, and now the favorite for MVP is a pitcher. His name, Jake DeGrom, plus 175. Tatis, the second favorite, at plus 350, and Acuna at plus 400. Would would you be opposed uh, to voting uh, for DeGrom to be Cy Young and MVP? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, there is certainly a long precedent for pitchers winning uh, the MVP. And, um, you know, uh, if a pitcher is the most valuable, even throwing one every five days, um, uh, I, I see nothing wrong with it. You know, I would prefer a position player, but, you know, we've had a lot of pitchers. We had Kershaw was an MVP. Uh, I mean, Willie Hernandez going way back was an MVP. Uh, there've been quite a Verlander. number of MVP pitchers. Yeah. Verlander. There've been quite a number of them. So, uh, I see nothing wrong with somebody asked me a couple of weeks ago, uh, about that. And I, I really didn't see DeGrom as the MVP a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, I, I understand that wins have been diminished. Uh, but you know, let's, let's say somebody's, you know, he's been very unlucky in his career, not to say he's going to do it again, but let's say he goes 10 and nine 
hard to make somebody MVP if they're if he's not winning uh, a large number of games. I know I know that uh, it doesn't it doesn't mean that he's not the best pitcher in baseball. He is the best pitcher. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, but it would be odd to see a pitcher win the MVP uh, if he's not winning a ton of games. Because to me, most valuable still means, you know, what it says, valuable, not necessarily best. And, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you don't have a lot of wins, uh, it's hard to make a case that you're that valuable. And, you know, he's going to win. I mean, presumably, if he stays on anything close to this track, he's going to win the Cy Young. So, um, which is really the reason I'd rather see a position player do it. And obviously, Tatis Acuna, the two guys you mentioned, are having fantastic years. So we'll see how it plays out. But, uh, you know, I could see him being the favorite at this point. But, uh, uh, you know, to me, uh, I wouldn't call it a slam dunk uh, based on the wins. He did have a little bit of an, an injury. Certainly didn't affect him. Came back and pitched the next uh, turn without any problem. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a, I, I have, I'm not going to bet on it. But, I, I, you know, I wouldn't call it a slam dunk at this point that he gets the MVP. So then where do you see Shohei Otani in that mix? Because he is on a team right now that's an even 500. They're in third place in their division. But what he's been doing this season um, it's, you know, we don't, we don't see it. You never really see it in baseball ever. And he's, he's doing it on both sides really, really well. And I, I, my impression is a lot of people, if he continues, this are going to, uh, you know, fall all over themselves to vote for him. What do you think it does for him though, or against him that his team isn't great right now? Yeah, I mean, there's certainly some voters, mostly the older voters like me, and I, I, you know, I haven't been assigned a, a particular category yet, so I'm not sure where I'm voting, but who we'll still count uh, where the team finishes. But, um, you know, um, I think that's been kind of watered down, and if a team is in contention, I think uh, that's uh, considered for the player. Uh, the team doesn't have to be in the playoffs, doesn't have to win the division. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know that it's going to hurt him tremendously. Um, you know, he's having an incredible and a historic season. So he's certainly an excellent candidate. I, w- I would say Vlad Guerrero has been, uh, incredible as well. His team isn't in the playoff a picture at the moment. They are in the race, uh, similar to the angels. So, um, you know, at this point, even though both Toronto and the angels are certainly not slam dunks to the playoffs. I would say those are the two favorites. Um, you know, they're certainly keeping their teams in the race, and they've both been fantastic. But you're right, Otani has been historically fantastic, and, you know, maybe at this moment he probably has the edge. John, which division race is uh, most fascinating to you? Uh, well, I mean, they're all fascinating for one reason or another. Um, you know, the NL West has been the best division. Uh, they have three very good teams in there or better. And, uh, you know, I could, I could certainly see somebody, uh, going with that one at this moment. That's the one that jumps out to me. Uh, that's been, uh, the most interesting, um, simply because, uh, they have three excellent teams and they, you may see three playoff teams from the NL West. Doesn't happen very often. Often, I know the NL Central did it once, um, you know, six, five or six, seven years ago. Uh, it happens occasionally, uh, but I think at this point, uh, there's a 
pretty good, I don't know about likelihood, but an excellent chance that we see three playoff teams from the NL West. Let's talk about that NL Central really quick. We have about a minute here left, and the Cubs and the Brewers are tied, and one of the storylines is what uh, Chicago does with their big three free agents or that are going to be free agents before the season's over. What do you think they do before the deadline? Well, I certainly hope they do not trade these guys. I mean, the, the players are doing their part to show that the Cubs are a contender, and clearly they are at this moment uh, not only a contender, but right there in tie for first. So, um, you know, I, I, I would think it would be a shame uh, to, to be trading off um, part of the nucleus that broke the curse and is doing it again, uh, any part of it. Um, to me, I think it'd be very difficult. Uh, obviously, trading Darvish was difficult. They did that. They issued their statements. They got through that. But, I mean, in your independent race, I mean, in Chicago, we had the white flag trade in 1997. People still remember that. Uh, you know, I mean, the Cubs are a big market, money-making team. Um, you know, I don't think it would be the right thing to do if they're anywhere close to where they are now. You should hold on to Brian, hold on to Baez, hold on to Rizzo. You know, I think ultimately they sign Rizzo. I'm not sure about Baez or Brian at this point. That was Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help make us all better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. MLB bets for tonight next on the BetQL Network.